This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to Covered in Pet Hair, a boozy web show for pet lovers on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Isabel alvarez Arada, and today I have the pleasure of having a drink and a chat with a guy that might just be the Golden Retriever's biggest fan. I'll tell you all about him and introduce you as soon as we come back from these messages from our sponsors. How many of you have pets? My hand's raised. Now think about how lucky you are to have such a sweet little pet in your life. And that pet is lucky to have you too. But unfortunately, there are countless pets out there that don't have a home to call their own. However, Bob's from Skechers is trying to change that. So we developed Bob's for dogs and cats to help pets in need. With every purchase of adorable Bob's footwear or fun, stylish apparel, or even the cutest Bob's pet accessories, Skechers makes a donation to Petco Love to help save shelter pets. And with your help, we've already saved the lives of over 1 million pets and raised over $7 million. So while you're getting style and comfort with features like Skechers' famous memory foam cushioning, you're also helping to save an adorable pet in need and helping another lucky owner be connected with a future best friend and companion because happiness is having a loving pet by your side. Find Bob's at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, select pet co-locations, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Covered in Pet Hair. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez-Arada, and today I have the pleasure of having a drink and a chat with a pet parent, a researcher, an entrepreneur. He's a road tripper, a fitness fanatic. He was born and raised in Tampa, Florida, where he still resides. He's husband to Danielle, dog dad to a golden retriever named Oliver. And he's the founder of a blog about all things golden retriever called Golden Hearts. His name is Jake Thomas, and he's here to talk to me about, guess what? Golden Retrievers today. Welcome, Jake. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you, Isabel. I'm very excited. I'm super excited to learn more about actually a breed that I had growing up. It was my first dog when we moved to the United States. My parents bought a golden retriever and I will not go into any detail because we did not meet that dog's needs at all. We had no idea what we got ourselves into with a golden retriever. He was an outside dog. He should have been an inside dog. But I will tell you this, that the pictures of him as a puppy will forever melt everybody's heart because God, golden retrievers are the cutest puppies in the world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. How old is Oliver? Oliver is three. He just turned three. Uh, we also we actually share the same birthday. What so is that? I talk. It's July second. So you're. So I what called is it, the breeder. Cancers? You're both cancers. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I called the breeder and I was talking and wasn't like really sure if they were like the right ones for us. And I was like, hey, you know, when when were the dogs born? They're like, he was. Uh, he said they they're born in uh, early July. I was like, oh, that's cool. Uh, like what day specifically? He said July second. It's like no way. That's that's my birthday. Meant to be. So I mean, that's the right. deal, right? That's yep. the deal. That's perfect. So before Absolutely. we go any further, anybody participating in our drinking game today, anytime you hear this word, the secret word is Oliver. Make sure you take a drink of whatever it is you're enjoying with us, but please be 21 and over to imbibe in the US or wherever it is that you're joining us. Make sure you're of age. Please do not drink and drive and always drink responsibly. So what are you drinking tonight, Jake? Miller Lite. 
A Miller Lite, keeping it simple, <laughs> keeping it American. Have you ever had any Miller Lights on the show yet? No, not yet. No, not at all. You know, people either keep it simple, like a glass of wine. I've had a couple beer drinkers, but a lot of people just assume they need to have a cocktail, which is what I'm having tonight. I'm having a classic sidecar cocktail, just a little bourbon in it this time. And, uh, triple sec and lime juice and super simple. So thank you again for being on the show. Cheers to you and Cheers. to all the golden retrievers listening. Yeah. I listened to a couple episodes before. And like you said, everybody had like fancy wines or like a fancy <laughs> cocktail. I'm like, man, I'm going to come in here with my Miller light. I don't know what she's going to say. Okay. So this is my American dream store, like image. I was born in Ecuador. I moved to the United States when I was four. And when we moved to the United States, we got a golden retriever. So like to me, a golden retriever is like quintessential Americana and a Miller Lite might as well be quintessential <laughs> Americana. So it's perfect, actually, if you think about it. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm the, the stereotypical Americana dude. Americana Floridian guy. Well, I grew up in Miami, yes. so I've been to Tampa many times. It is gorgeous there. Yep. Beautiful. Yeah. Same with Miami. Yeah, exactly. We, you can't really go wrong with some of these big cities in Florida. They're mm -mm. just absolutely stunning. But before I talk about your blog or anything like that and how you came up with it, because I do want to know if Florida had any influence in this or if you're just a Golden Retriever fan and you would have done this anywhere. But I want to play a game with you because that's how I introduce the show every time, just to kind of gauge, I guess, your knowledge on the breed. Mm -hmm. We're going to play a game today and it's called the golden and it's golden retriever trivia. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. It's true or false. And you're going to tell me the answer. And then if you get it right, which I think you will, you can elaborate if you want to, if you get it wrong, I might have some insights just because I did the research. This is taken from various websites. So please do not hold me accountable if I get it wrong, because then you just go to the World Wide web and complain there. Perfect. All right. All right. Let's get started. It's the Golden Retriever Trivia. The Golden Retriever was descended from Russian circus dogs. True or false? That is a common myth, but it's, it's false. Absolutely. They are actually descended from Scotland. So where do you think this myth of the Russian circus dog came from? I can't remember. I was reading about it the other day and I honestly can't remember. I guess it makes no, sense, yeah. though, because they're so trainable and they're known for being so trainable and they are good trick dogs and stuff. So maybe people just like started some person just started that and was like, OK, people ran with it. <laughs> All right. Next one. Past puppyhood, golden retrievers often stay young at heart. True or false? True. Do you think that Oliver's still kind of a puppy at three? He is 1000 percent a puppy still. <laughs> and if you're thinking of getting a golden retriever, you <laughs> might want to consider that. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, next one. Golden Retrievers are not good for tracking or scent work. True or false? False. So true. They are used for search and rescue all the time, right? That's right. All right, Golden Retrievers are naturally mouthy. True or false? True. True. All right, the, this next one might tell us why that's true. When retrieving, the Golden Retriever's mouth is so soft it's said that they can carry a rog egg in their mouth without cracking the shell. True or false? That is also true. It's true because they're retrievers, so they have to bring the duck back in perfect shape, right? That's right. That is so cool. I never even thought about that. Which It makes sense why they're such a good family dog, right? Because they are, they're mouthy, but they're gentle. Yes. Yeah, Oliver still bites me all the time, but it's not like a bite. It's more of just like a, a mouth thing. And like, especially when we're wrestling, uh, you know, his teeth are kind of always on me, but, but yeah, it's, it's, it's soft. 
Yeah, exactly. They're not out to hurt anybody because they need to bring that duck intact over to their hunter. All right. So the next one, golden retrievers are considered to be the fourth smartest dog breed in line behind the border collie, the poodle and German shepherds. True or false? That is true. It is very true. And actually, I'm surprised by that because I feel like it's hard to really gauge. I'd have to see how they actually gauge this because golden retrievers are so smart. Not to say that German Shepherds and Poodles aren't, but I guess is it trainability or is it just intelligence? That's what I'm curious about. It was um, it was Dr. Stanley Korn's book. And it's a couple of the, the ways that he measured intelligence was how quickly they picked up on something and also like how well they were able to repeat it. So, so yeah, it was a couple of different things, but those were two things, uh, repeatability and quickness of learning. Interesting. Look at you. You know all the answers. All right. Last one. Presidents Ford and Reagan both had golden retrievers as pets while in office. That is true. That is true. Oh my goodness. Perfect score. Bravo. All right. Awesome. So job. do you need to drink now? Yeah, you can drink. Absolutely. <laughs> Cheers to you for getting them all right. Interest and knowing all the answers and even the book that it's taken from. Impressive. <laughs> so setting the stage for this, uh, for this interview. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously now I have to ask you, like, how did you learn all about golden retrievers? What made you start a blog about golden retrievers? Tell me the background of how you got to be this knowledgeable on golden retrievers. Yeah. So, um, so my wife, obviously we're obsessed with goldens and uh, like my it. wife, <laughs> that's a given. Yeah. So she, uh, she has, I think like five golden retriever shirts and she kind of rotates them that those are her weekend shirts. <laughs> um, and so since she loves those, this is a couple of years ago when we first got Oliver, uh, I figured that and she's always wearing pajama pants around the house and I was looking for golden retriever pajama pants, but I couldn't find any. This was in, I think 2019 and, uh, we couldn't find any. There had to be some, I thought for sure. So I was thinking about starting like a gold retriever clothing company and, you know, starting with pajama pants, but I figured that I might as well, uh, start with, um, just like a content and, and, you know, I couldn't get enough about reading about gold retrievers. And, um, and there was not that much. I had a lot of questions that I still wanted to know, and I could find them on like page 10 of Google, like digging deep, deep, deep in like these kind of 1995 golden retriever breeder websites. Um, so I wanted a way to kind of make, make all this information a little bit more accessible. Amazing. That's very cool. So you have this blog. What is, what exactly is its mission? What is the goal of, of golden hearts? So there's a couple of missions. The one is just to help people decide whether or not a golden retriever is right for them in the first place. So like one of the a big reason that people abandon dogs is because they're not a good breed person match. So like let's say you are a couch potato and you watch Netflix every weekend and like you just want to chill, then you shouldn't get a golden retriever. And if you know that beforehand, and that's going to stop goldens from getting abandoned. And, you know, it could also be the opposite. Like, let's say that you want to always go, go, go. And then you get like this lazy bulldog who just wants to like sit at home. Like it's, he's not going to be happy. So if you can avoid that mismatch in the first place, then you're going to be happier. Your dog's going to be happier. So kind of like the roundabout way of, you know, emptying shelters is what a lot of people say, or like, you know, keeping dogs from shelters. Like I'm trying to avoid that in the first place. And then also there's a lot of stuff about how to raise golden retriever puppies. Um, I've hired a, a dog trainer to talk about some of the, the deeper things like barking and anxiety so that people don't have to give up their golden retrievers. So just trying to, trying to let people enjoy these dogs as much as they can and trying to do what's best for the breed as well. 
That's amazing. That is super, super cool. I think that it's so important for people to have resources. And now that we have the internet, right? It's so nice to be able to find these resources, but sometimes they don't exist or they're not like updated. They might be like something that somebody started and abandoned 10 years ago. So it's nice to see how often do you update your blog? Right now, a couple of times a month. So I went kind of, I got to go through spurts. Like I'll, you know, come up with a bunch of ideas or like talk to people and say, okay, this is what needs to be written. So then I'll write a couple of months and then I'll take like a month or two off. And then I also have a YouTube channel as well. Oh, cool. um, and it's kind of the same. Um, just talking, you know, seeing what what needs to be said and then uh, and just hopefully delivering on that. That is awesome. Do you document Oliver's life on social media at all? Not as much as I should. I am terrible at social media. You know, you can't do it all though. It's fine. I was just wondering, I was just curious because I was uh I was looking online and I was looking at your blog and your blog is fantastic. And we're going to talk about a survey you did when we come back from these messages from our sponsors. But I saw so many resources and it really looks like something that's really well established. It has a lot of really good tips. And it's something that even if you're only updating once or twice a month, even if you skip a month, what's already there is really so, so it's like a wealth of knowledge. So definitely we'll provide all those links and comments and all those links for uh, Pet Life Radio. But right now we need to take a break and we'll come right back to talk more about golden retrievers. Sit tight. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet Welcome back to Covered in Pet Hair. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez-Rada. And today I'm talking to Jake Thomas, who is so passionate about golden retrievers that he started a blog about them. And so right now, I'm going to put Jake in the hot seat. And I'm going to ask him in one minute to tell me all the reasons why golden retrievers are the best dogs ever. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Let me start my clock. Three, two, one, go. All right. First off, super cute, floppy ears, big bushy tails, big old smile. Second off, they might not look like it because they're super cute, but they are sort of protective. Uh, They have the loudest bark, world record, loudest bark. Charlie, 113 decibels. So they are, uh, you know, so if someone comes up to your house, no, they're going to hear that bark or they're going to go away. And also, I think it was, ooh, it's on my blog, but there's a story of a golden retriever who like attacked a thief and like kind of chased them away. If you look up at our golden retrievers protective, there's a video of it on the blog on goldenhearts.co. They are loyal, kind of going with the protection thing. They are loving. They're kind of in tune with your emotions, um, especially, you know, the therapy dogs and the service dogs. Uh, which brings us to the next point. They're great workers, therapy dogs, service dogs, search and rescue dogs, like we talked about earlier, and uh, hunting dogs, obviously, what they were bred for. Awesome. Um, then, that's it. That's it. That's 
a little right. over Ooh. a minute. Good job. Very good. So I learned something new. I didn't know that they had the loudest bark recorded. Mm-hmm. Charlie from Australia, Bark in the Park. Bark in the Park. Bark in the Park. I don't really know what Bark in the Park is, but uh, <laughs> it was this event by, I think, Purina. And uh, yeah, I set the world record for loudest bark, 113 decibels, which is about as loud as a chainsaw. Wow. That's super cool. That is really yeah. interesting trivia right there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So you did a survey of 600, right? 600 golden retriever owners, and you learned a lot about them. And I have some stats here that you sent me, but I want you to tell me the most interesting things that you uncovered when you did this survey. So, yeah, I mean, you have interesting, you have kind of helpful, uh, you have, wow, I didn't know that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The most interesting thing that I thought was um i believe is 55 percent of people sleep with their dogs or their dogs sleep in the bed and oliver is big golden retrievers are big and so like oliver takes up like the bottom third of our bed so we're like my wife and i were kind of like sleeping in the fetal position <laughs> and sometimes like when he uh, and he's hot too so like you, you can't have him laying on your feet because then your feet are going to be sweaty but at the same time we're just like totally obsessed. So we're kind of like, we're kind of bummed if he's not in the bed, but usually when it's actually time to get some sleep in, then we'll kick him out. So that was interesting. Another thing is that uh, we're talking about training. So like um, enrolling your puppy in a puppy training course or hiring a dog trainer to come to your house or to go somewhere or purchasing an online dog training course, each of those. So I asked people, did they do those? things. And if they did, did they find it helpful? And I think it was 89% of them or more found them helpful. So if you are struggling with something with your dog, then there is help. You, know, you don't have to you know, have to abandon them like we talked about earlier. Uh, you don't have to just like kind of struggle with it and hopefully it passes one day. There is help. It does work. So you don't really need to deal with the problem. You know, something you can do about it. You know what? That's uh that brings me to my next question. Do you connect a lot with other golden retriever owners? Like, cause that would be a good resource to find a trainer maybe in your area or like a class that, that might work for somebody. Do you have like an online community or a local community? Yeah. So, I mean, that's the problem. It would have to be local. Well, if you were doing an in-person right. thing, it would have to be local. I have readers from all over the world. So kind of my network, I've got two trainers that I usually like refer to people. I'm not a trainer. I'm just a dog enthusiast or yes. golden retriever enthusiast in particular. <laughs> um, but uh, but I'll reach out and I know a couple of trainers that do like online consultations and they've and I've hired them myself, um, you know, because Oliver isn't perfect. I'm not perfect. And, you know, it's just been super helpful for them to say, hey, you know, he's doing this. It's really your fault because you're doing this. Oh, it's always the owner's fault. It's oh, always yeah. our fault, human's fault, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. So, no, I don't have a, I don't have any local stuff, but when people email me and they ask me questions, usually I send them over to a trainer who does online consultations or, or has like a, like a better, more behavioral um, focused blog than I do. Oh, very cool. That's awesome. And if you want to give me links to those people, I'm happy to include them in like the video description. Cool. So tell me about breeders. Is there, is there a way to find a really, truly reputable breeder? Do you have any tips for somebody who might want to get a dog from a breeder? And then after that, I will ask you about rescues. So let's focus on breeders for now. And then we'll talk about that. Cool. So we found ours from a, uh, this was before Golden Hearts, before I really started kind of nerding out about all this stuff. But we asked around and we asked people, hey, you're happy with your dog. Where did you get your breeder? And I'm allergic to some dogs. So uh, this guy at my church had a golden retriever 
And so I went over to his house and I like grabbed his dog and was like, <laughs> you know, put my face in them. What we do, and like got got all the gold retriever fur all over me. And my wife and I are driving home and she's like, How are you feeling? And I'm like, I feel fine. This is good. Like I'm not, I'm not allergic to golden retrievers. I am allergic to labs a little bit. And I think doodles as well. I know people say like doodles are hypoallergenic, but I don't know. It's I don't know what it is about golden retrievers, but I'm not. And I I tested it. I went over to his house and I loved his golden retriever. And I was like, hey, where did you get yours? So that's how I found mine. But what you really want is like a golden retriever, like nerd, like someone who like either hunts with their goldens or is a, or shows them, or is like a therapy dog. You don't want someone who's just like kind of in it, like just for the money. You just like someone who wants to better the breed, who really cares about their personality. Uh, And you do that by talking to them can kind of reviews are okay, but you know, they should be able to tell you like, Hey, this is, this is why we breed them. This is what they're bred for. And then also there's so many golden retriever Facebook groups where if you just like look up breeder, people will tell you where they got their dog. And then you can kind of stalk them a little bit to see like, you know, if they've posted about like, Hey, I got my golden retriever from this breeder. And then right. a year later, Oh, my golden retriever has hip dysplasia. Like, okay, well, I don't, I might not want to get my golden from your breeder. It's actually funny. You should mention that because I was going to ask you what genetic, I guess, predispositions should somebody be looking out for? Yeah. So breeders need to test. I think it's four. So I'm, I'm not a breeder. I'm definitely not the most knowledgeable about this, but it's hips, elbows, eyes, and heart. Mm. I think those are the four tests that they need to do. And then um, you want to meet the parents like, Hey, is this, is this the kind of dog that I want? If you are more of like a chill person, you probably don't want to get a dog that's bred for hunting because those golden retrievers are probably going to have more energy and more drive. You want to get a dog that's bred to be a companion. Mm. So just kind of knowing what, asking the breeder, what, what do they breed their dogs for? And then just get get a feel for them. Like what's the true like motive here? And then this is just kind of like a, a weird thing, but you want a website that looks like it was, uh, it was done in 2001. You know, you don't want to, you don't want a marketer. You want someone, they don't, they don't care about the website. Like they're just like, you know, just throw some pictures up there. They've got like a uh, comic sans, like glittery, like <laughs> banner yeah, in the, no, the top. For sure. like you just, because they don't care about marketing. They just, right. they they just are, have a landing page. Contact yes. me. This is, you know, how to get in touch with me. And this is when our next breed might be due if they've even updated it since. So yeah, I agree with that. That's keep it simple. They're not supposed to be marketers. They're supposed to be breeders. And when you're breeders, breeders have a lot of work to do when they have puppies and they have a lot to do. So they don't have the time. And hopefully they're not like investing all of their funds into online media, right? They, they should be investing yep. in their in their dogs. So yeah, I agree with that 100%. So you did mention that, that golden retrievers get are given up for adoption. So there have to be, and there usually are dogs in like shelters and at rescues that are purebreds and even, you know, pretty good mixes. So do you have any favorite golden retriever specific rescues? So there are, there's a couple in most every state. Uh, I think like, uh, Montana, I don't know those like, like North and South Dakota. I don't uh, some of those remote states they might not have any. So I don't I don't have any favorites in particular. Uh, I live in Florida, so I've I've worked with a couple here in Florida. But uh, but no, just so if you look up Gold Retriever Rescues by you know in your state, you'll be able to find some. Like they might be in your your local rescues, but Goldens are super popular. They're probably gonna get snatched up like the day that they get there. Yes. Yeah, and then also. Everybody wants a golden. Tree. Everybody wants probably a dog, any dog, right? Any pet right now, because um, <laughs> it's pandemic times. Yeah. We're all at home, so we 
we worked with a, we, I talked to a golden retriever rescue a couple months ago. They had 109 people on their wait list. And she said, this is, this is a good, a good thing. She said, it's harder as she was kind of being facetious, but it's harder to adopt a child than it is to adopt a dog from our rescue. Cause they do like such a, a strong background check. They'll look at like your house, like make sure a lot of golden retriever rescues, you have to have a fenced in yard because goldens have a lot of energy and, and they'll kind of, they'll scout you out, make sure that you're, you know, the right right type of person for the dog. And, uh, you know, so, so these golden tree rescues, they do a great job, but or it takes you know a little bit to scope you out. And the, and the list is huge. Yeah. So that's the thing about breed specific rescues is that most of the time you need to get, and for that's for most breeds is that you need to get on the list before you're ready for your pet, because they do, they usually, they usually pull from the shelters if there's a shelter recognizes, oh, this is a golden retriever. Let me call the golden retriever rescue, get them out of the shelter, get them to the rescue. And then there's people already waiting for that dog when it gets to the rescue. So you really do. It never is a pet purchase or pet adoption, a, an impulse thing. But if you really are hoping to adopt a purebred from a breed specific rescue, you need to plan ahead and like give it months in advance before mm -hmm. you're ready and wait for the right dog. And yeah, as, as all rescues should, there is a process that you go through. And if you are not willing to jump through those hoops, then maybe you're not ready for a dog. Cause that's just how they make sure that they keep the animal out of the shelter rescue like cycle. Cause we don't want them to come mm -hmm. back. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like we said earlier, we want to make sure that they're a good fit. So, so they don't have to go back. Yeah. So that it's not a family like ours that bought this golden retriever in South Florida and put him outside. And actually, um, this is really sad, but I'll share it. He was an outside dog and somebody came in like, you know, to like leave a flyer or something. This was in like 92, I think maybe, uh, 1990 and they left the gate open and he was terrified of storms, which in South Florida, you get storms all the time. And he ran out of the yard and got hit by a car. We found him two blocks away. So definitely these are not dogs that you want to just throw outside with, you know, leave it to like chance. We didn't know any better. We've learned so much since I was like 10 when he passed away. So definitely, you know, it was, it was a learning opportunity for everybody. And I remember my mom was so attached to him that every morning she would Aww. just open the door after he passed, open the door, feeling all sorts of guilt because she thought he was safe in the yard with gate, you know, gates and somebody just left the gate open and he was in the backyard. So like nobody coming in would have known that there was a dog. So you can't really blame them either. There wasn't enough signs. It wasn't tied up. Like there were things we could have done to protect him better, but we didn't know. So definitely these dogs are dogs that need to be uh, inside, especially if they have fear, uh, noise phobias and things like that. Like he did. We didn't have dog trainers back then or access to one that we would have known about, but um, it's not, you know, it's not an impulse buy. And if you really are, you know, have your heart set on one and you can't afford to buy one from a reputable breeder, then start putting your name on those lists. Oh yeah. Yeah. But like people, you don't naturally know that if you've never had a dog, you know, which is why golden hearts exist. So, yes. so that you know that before. Yes. And that's why, and nowadays we have so many resources, this show, your blog, like a million shows, a million blogs. Like that's why we have these things so that people don't make the mistakes we used to make and that everybody wins because, you know, we lost our pet 
it yeah. was super painful and traumatic for all of us. I actually saw him as a 10 year old on the side of the street because we went looking for him oh. and we found him. So it's super traumatic, something I wouldn't wish on anybody, but you know, we didn't know. And now resources exist so that we know. And the rescues do a good job of making sure that these things don't happen. And that's why you have to cooperate with these processes because that's what they're meant to prevent these tragedies. All right. So tell me about your blog. I'm going to obviously put the information everywhere, but tell me about it. How can people find you? How can they contact you if they have questions? Just tell me everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so it's goldenhearts.co. You can just look up golden hearts if you want. Uh, I know it's not a.com, so that might throw people off, but, uh, yeah, I mean, just the whole blog is to exist, like kind of like what we talked about earlier, just to, to make sure that a golden is right for you. And then once you, if you do decide that a golden retriever is right for you, making sure that you're raising them kind of in the best way possible. I'm working on getting more kind of like problem articles, like anxiety and barking, kind of stuff that many people struggle with. That's a little bit advanced. So I've hired a trainer to help me write that. So be on the lookout for that coming soon. Um, but yeah, just goldenhearts.co. Also Golden Hearts on YouTube as well. There's more information on the blog, but uh, but the YouTube is uh, is up and coming and it's growing as well. Awesome. Very, very cool. I will put all the links in the video description and provide them also for our listeners on Pet Life Radio. So here is uh, to you. I want to toast to you and all the good that you're doing for the Golden Retrievers. This is really an awesome, awesome project you've taken on. Cheers. Thank you so much, Isabel. Cheers. Cheers. I also would like to propose a toast to our executive producer, Mark Winter, for making this show possible and to our listeners on Pet Life Radio and our viewers on YouTube. Thanks for uh, spending your time with us. Here's to a life covered in pet hair because there's no better way to live. Cheers. To learn more about covered in pet hair, please visit coveredinpethair.com or petliferadio.com. Thanks for watching and we'll see you next time. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on petliferadio.com.